And Satan's a tricky dude mm-hmm. and a very strategic guy. And he'll, he, he's not just going to slam it all on you. you. It'll be easy to walk away from that. This is big, repulsive. Let me just get a little taste. Let me get a little taste of this apple. and please pull up a chair and sit on your knees we have a story to tell you that we are still learning about we are what what (laughs) you ain't gonna let me finish something you can't pause bro (laughs) leave it (laughs) leave it okay let's try it again (laughs) gabe's not here so jared's nervous about picking up on gabe's part okay okay so so here we go again cut cut but we know miles isn't gonna cut it no that's gonna make it in let's try it again you will notice before I do this introduction, Trace Atkins has left the building. Yes. And, and uh, Henry Moe, or Hank, as we'll get into in a minute, <laughs> has returned. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees, please. We have a story to tell you that we are still learning about. Without a pause, welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And I'm Jared Moreland, and we are super happy you're here today. Wherever you may be listening from, thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Talk the Walk. Not bad. (laughs) Better than the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Golly. You can wipe the sweat off your brain. Yeah, I really did start sweating. Oh, the funny thing is, is this isn't the first time that you've subbed in. I didn't have it written down this time. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Just doing it off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah, well. Not bad. Thanks, Not buddy. Bad. I'll give you a B. Thanks. B. I'll give you a B, a solid B. Thanks, Hank. Yeah. That's what, yes. Or Henry. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's dive into that a little bit. So <laughs> I don't even know if we've talked about on that here, but I was listening to uh, this, couple, this podcast this week, one of the episodes, and really enjoying it. I'm loving having the three of us on here. Um, and next week, it's going to be four of us because Jenny's going to be on here with us, which we're super excited about that. And she's going to be, uh, basically doing, uh, creationism versus Darwinism for dummies. So, so basically she's going to be coming against evolution, which she's been studying for a very long time. She is super smart. How can she get it down to my level? Uh, I think it's about 15 years of studying this stuff. So she's excited. I mean, she's excited to, um, to break it down. I mean, she really, I mean, I, I haven't seen her this excited in quite a while. So she's fired up for it. And I know I'm getting a little sidetracked, but, but anyway, coming back around. So, um, yeah, there will be four of us next week. I just made that announcement. There's that. Um, uh, but so I'm listening to the episode and I'm loving the dynamic. And then I hear a word come out of your mouth. That doesn't come out of my mouth. That doesn't come out of my mouth. And so you, you refer to me as Henry. And that is my name, but you know, now Gabe's so, so I've told my testimony, which I was thinking about that too. Gabe and I have both done our testimonies on here. We're going to have to have an episode where we do your testimony. Okay. So you might want to be thinking about that. Okay. Don't be like Gabe and not think about it. Like put some thought into it. Absolutely. (laughs) And so, um, um, I can pick on Gabe because he ain't here. You know, I'd never, never would do that to his face, but you we know, miss behind his back. I always miss yeah, Gabe. we miss Gabe. It is weird whenever he's not here. Um, so, but he's a hardworking man today. So anyway, uh, 
So yeah, so I hear, as I'm listening, I hear you refer to me as Henry. So my name, my birth name is Henry. My given name is Henry. Um, Some people know, some people don't. The shortened version of that is Hank. Now, I don't know how that equates and how that comes about. I've always wondered about it myself, but most people do know Hank is short for Henry. And uh, well, it's actually short for something else. It's a sh- well, <laughs> if you're going to tell in, it, bro. in reality, <laughs> Hank is short for Henry. Okay. Like most people that are called Henry, a lot of the times will go by Hank Williams Jr. His actual name is Henry. But Williams. the people that no, I, that, no I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But the people that introduced me to you, right, which is your family, yeah. said, this is my brother, Hank. And That's I've right. never heard well, them back call then, you Henry. No, back then. Oh, we'll just get into it. <laughs> so when I was a kid, uh, now my dad, his name was Henry, and he went by Hank. Okay. But I thought, I, I thought, um, you know, you know, and then and then Jenny, I, I don't know how this came about, but I'm the oldest, and then Jenny, and then Gabe, then Lee, and then Boo, and so uh, so Jenny somehow translated that to Hanky. And that's just stuck. You know, her kids call me Hanky. Which is just a uh, cute, sweet oh, I love it. Like, yes. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, and so anyway, uh, so, so, but I had, I was still going by Hank. You know, people would call me Little Hank, this and that. And I always thought Henry sounded like an old man. So, so I went by Hank when I was younger. Yeah. And, and all the way up into my early 20s. And 25, which was when you and I met, mm-hmm. and I was going by Hank then. Not long after that, I started thinking, Hank sounds like a redneck, <laughs> you know, and I want to be professional and I want to move and move into the professional world. I thought, I don't know about Hank. And so I changed. You started directing people to Henry? To Henry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But only people that... I would meet new. Like I wasn't like, Hey, everybody needs to start calling me. Hey, no, no, because you have that relationship with those people and this is how they know you. And this is how I, like Barfield doesn't call me either one. He calls me Mo short for Moses. Yes. So he calls me Mo. It would be weird. Like he, he's called me Henry a time or two. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, pump the brakes on that, you know, but he's trying to be professional. So anyway, last so, so on that podcast episode, you know, you've called me Hank for over two decades and you called me Henry and it, it threw everything. And what I, the reason I did that and it was intentional as I was listening to the other podcasts, I'm like, man, everybody, you introduce yourself as Henry. Uh, yeah. So in your line of work, you're Henry. So I'm like, well, I want to honor that and not bring the nickname no. into it. So feel free to dishonor me. So that's why I did that. But you feel said free it to disrespect me by calling <laughs> what I'd like to be called. <laughs> but you said it stopped you, like it messed you up. You you were like, where'd that come? Well, from? it was like a record scratch. Yeah. You know, like, why did you just do that? <laughs> like, what just happened? Well, I remember when we yeah. finished that episode, you were like, why'd you do that? Yeah. What's happened? I did it the whole episode, too. Well, and it's funny because, you know, Jenny, we work together. And uh, and so she now I get it at work. I get it. But I feel like we have bright listeners that, you know, people come to this podcast for intelligent bites. Well, if they They, didn't get it, they want a dose of intelligence, either that or they're looking for something dumbed down because they're so busy being smart all the time. They're like, I need something slow and. You know, <laughs> well, if they didn't get it, yeah. it's Henry Moses, aka 
Hank. That's right. Yeah, I feel right. much better saying Hank. This, so I feel like people can put two and two together and figure out, oh, he's talking. He's talking about Henry. Well, think you know what everybody was probably thinking is like, man, I wonder when he tells this story, did like. Did it go from Hank to Henry because the Lord gave him a new name because he got his life right, like Simon becoming Peter or something like that? Like, well, that it was about <clears throat> that time, you know, the, the, the life group time, you know, when, yeah. when I decided to make the leap to Henry. So that's fair. I'll never forget when I was brand new to reading the Bible. And I told you this before we even started on this, but... uh and even pastors, you know, if they're talking about the scripture in a certain yeah. text, they'll refer to Simon. And then oh, the yeah. story transitions and it's like, we're talking about Peter. And I'm like, you know, I've envisioned it in the real world. It's like, hey, where did Simon go? I mean, now we're dealing with Peter. What there happened? Yeah. And it's so, you know, part of me is thinking that too, you know, like, well, it I don't was, want to confuse people. Death. I didn't want people to get confused. Peter, that, Peter stole Simon's identity. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> And kicked him to the curb. We have a guy at work that I work with, and uh, his name, birth name is Chris, no, Joseph Chris Loya, and uh, I've only known him as Joseph, so we call him that, his business cards, everything's Joseph. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, and how uh, long have you known him? Uh, four years now. Okay, yeah. And uh, I was in Lubbock one day, because that's where he offices out of, that's his home base, and I was down there, and I went to dinner with him and his wife. Bailey, super sweet girl. And uh, I'm being super nice because I think he might start listening to our podcast. Right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he asked me about it today. So anyway, I... Uh, yeah, what's up, Joseph? Yeah, Joseph cool dude. Chris, Chris. I'll call you whatever you want, man, if you support, them, support our <laughs> So <Yeah>. is, <laughs> we're eating dinner and we're talking and when it's just three people, yeah. you're not using names, but he gets up and goes to the bathroom. It's just me and his wife, Bailey, sitting there. And yeah. she begins to tell me this story. Oh, let me tell you this story. And she's telling me the story, and she keeps talking about Chris. And I'm like, lady, I just met you. I don't know your oh, family. Oh, this was his wife. Okay, yeah. I didn't catch that. I'm anymore. like, I just met you, and you're telling me about Chris. Like, you assume I know your whole life history. Like, who in the world's Chris? Yeah. You know, I'm totally lost in the story. And, ha- and I can't even hardly pay attention to the story because I'm thinking – I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. This story means nothing to me. I'm losing interest. And so Joseph come back, comes back to the table and uh, she goes, I was just telling him when you did this. And I was like, no, you were telling me about when Chris. Chris that. Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah, Joseph. Yeah, I call him Chris. And it messed me up bad. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Uh, your eyes were open and it all started. Yeah. And I, so I didn't want to confuse our listeners with yeah. calling you Hank. They're like, man, he keeps referring to Hank and I never hear from Hank on the yeah, podcast. Like, Who's this Hank person? Is there a fourth person in the room? Yeah. Like what's going on with that? Yeah. So there's that. You can call me Henry or Hank. As dad would say, you can call me Henry. You can call me Hank. You can call me whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me late for dinner. There you go. That's what dad would say. Okay. So we'll honor him that. Something else of note. So we've talked about it on here a time or two, but you and I had a podcast yes. a long time ago. Today's a significant day, kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 13 years ago today that we got our <laughs> recording equipment <laughs> that we used. And it was this little blue, what, what, what even would that be called? I mean, I guess that was the equivalent of it was what we Zoom. plugged our mics into. Yeah. 
and it had you could adjust the gain and but we had to hook it to a computer yeah. and record it with a piece of software yeah. and it was and it was like a literal mic you hold in your hand yeah like well, we had the, we had these little bitty tripods <laughs> That's and right. we had the when we got fancy we had which i still have all this stuff but these kind of headphones like we have headphones now but we have the nice mic in front of us we had those headphones that went on our heads with the little look like a helicopter, the little microphone. Oh, that that's came right. The, and they were so uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. I mean, so it was like pressing into our skulls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're trying to get the, the mic just right. And uh, it was, but we thought we were fancy. It was cool then. I mean, it was, yeah. we, we thought we were cutting edge. We were on the cutting edge. We yeah. were paying like for, I remember the software is called Audacity. We downloaded it. That's right. Yeah. And we'd scrub it and do that. It, yeah. it was, it was very difficult to do. Now you handled all that. Like you. And then we'd send the file to Miles yeah. and then he would totally critique us and tell us how terrible we were and how terrible it sounded. And well, the show was a lot longer. Yes. I mean, I think we did a two hour show back then. And we had, you know, Christian news, which was fun, but but um, we were wretched radio. We were kind of just <clears throat> mimicking what they did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was we got the re- we got the wretched part down. Yeah, we it were wretched. wretched. <laughs> we were wretched. I texted Miles before this and said, "Hey, we figured it out," and I told him he's going to have to listen to know. And I hope he's figured it out by now because we're about fifteen minutes in almost. But yeah, we. Uh, We've been getting in trouble the last few weeks, you know, just to give our listeners behind the scene. Like, yeah, he's been on us about y'all's mics are too hot. Turn the gain down. And uh, we figured it out. We know we figured out how to make sense as soon as you come on, because you're a lot more. I'm not like tech ignorant, ignorant, but but I'm not a tech genius by any. You know, I can sit there and play around with something, figure it out. Fine. But you, I mean. You get into that stuff, like yeah, it starts tech, bothering me. Tech anything though? I mean, you, you, you. Well, you, you've got your weird paper note thing that looks like paper in front of you, but it ain't paper. You know, <laughs> it's some kind of technological marvel. You know, what yeah. is it? What's it's called it a remarkable two. It's like unlimited paper. It feels like yeah. you're writing on paper. Has an eraser, but it's all electronic and digital. And you can like email that out. Yeah, I can flip pages. This. Everything, yeah. And how much was it? how much did that thing cost? It's it's one of those deals. It's an a la carte package. So the yeah, you're actual already, you're already making excuses for no, how much it costs. So this little piece, the piece you write on, it's like two hundred seventy nine bucks, and you're like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah. But then the pen is pencil is one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Oh my god! And then the case is another. <coughs> Wait, uh, it doesn't come with the pencil. What are you supposed to no, write with? I know, no, they just do it, do it that way. So I think, and it works. Are there different levels of pencils? So this is the best one. It'll erase automatically like a pencil. The other one, you have to hit the eraser button and open it and do that. But anyway, it's so, super cool. But anyway, it's about, it a, that's cool. about six or $700. <clears throat> Excuse me. But anyway. You know, they're so good that like, like I, uh, you know, this hotter than hell 100 race yeah. in August that, that, Miles has been trying to get you to jump in on, and you y'all yeah. are always and, and, and Gabe. And the more I see what you're paying to get in this race, I'm right. like, so glad I'm not doing that. Right, like that's kind of what I'm. I'm like, I went in. I mean, this is cheap compared to what you've spent in the last month. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Now, once you got it, you got it. That's great. True. But I went in planning to spend an undisclosed amount. I walked out having spent twice as much as that. And I felt like I was getting a pretty good deal on it. <laughs> and, and I still walked out spending twice as much. Get the bike. Because, you know, we're doing a 60-mile race. Right. And... um and it's my first. Well, I just have a mountain bike. Well, you can't do a you can't do a road race on a mountain bike. You're gonna kill yourself. Yeah. You know, sixty miles. Maybe if it's you know ten miles or something like okay, but man, you're gonna you're gonna eat yourself up. These these bikes are designed to do different things, and so I got what's called a gravel bike. So you can go off road or you can do on road. It's a whole lot faster than the and more sleek than the. Oh, okay. So it's got the low bar handlebars which just means it has that curve on it you know and so it's got that slick look to it um, but you can go off-road and on-road it's really amazing I'm, I'm very excited about the bike but dude like you got to get a, a tail light for the back of it you have to buy the uh the water bottle <laughs> cages to put the water bottles in and and you, you mean it doesn't come with GPS, all yes right i mean all this stuff now i think that should come with a darn pencil like what are you supposed to write with oh i know that doesn't make any sense at all but i also think a bicycle should at least come with water bottle racks no i, I had to buy those and then it was like it's bare slick looking i could ride it oh i had to buy the pedals for it so that would be equivalent to your so your, you got a bike with no pedals no it did not ha it has pedals now but i'm saying if you just bought the no bike, if you go buy a nice bike you don't get pedals with it. If you look at them, there are no pedals. Go to the Sun Sports or Hills here in Amarillo. And by the way, I do expect you all to sponsor us since I brought up your name on this podcast. But um, but this is no different because if you go buy if you go buy if you go buy notebook paper, you don't get a pen to go with it. Yeah, but yeah, that, okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a fair point. Okay, so it's even worse that my bicycle didn't have pedals. Like you literally can't use it till you buy the pedals. Yeah, that makes. Now sense. the whole idea is there's so many different types of pedals. Did you know that? No, I couldn't. Imagine. I'm sure Dude. anything you want to do an upgraded version of, I'm sure is yeah. just you actually clip your feet onto the pedals on road bikes. You actually clip your feet. Your shoes have clips that clip on. But you know to the pedal, and you're locked on tight. Now you've got my whole mind going. You. I think about when I traveled all the time. I used to travel five days a week, every week. So if you stay at a uh, comfort inn, I mean, you get your hotel, you get free breakfast, mm -hmm. coffee, all that's included. But go stay at an Omni or the Gaylord or something like that. You go stay at a high-end hotel. And you ain't getting nothing. For you got to pay for parking. You got to pay for breakfast. Yeah, you yeah. got to pay for everything. And you paid a premium for the room. That's interesting. Yeah, you stay at a four-star hotel or even a three-star, you got to pay. You don't get free breakfast. You don't get any of that. Yeah, because they're like, if the, you're staying here, you can afford to pay for your Yeah, and if you want a bottle of water, it's got a little tag hanging from it, $6. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they probably got it out of the water fountain. Yeah. Oh, you want to park in our parking lot? It's $20 a day. Yeah. Yeah. Covered parking, 30 Valet, 60 Yeah. Oh, you want me to bring your car around and you bring it? Oh, it's another 60. Yeah. Plus tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, that's a fair because they because they know. Well, if you're if you're staying here, 
which you bought a very high-end bike. So at the end of the day, same concept. Oh, you want to buy this? You're going to buy I some would pedals. say I bought on the low end of the high end. Compared to it is what, very nice. What I bought my son for his first mountain bike at Academy, at yeah, the the difference, right? You How bought much high you end. How much you pay for that? Two hundred bucks, right? <laughs> and so I bought one for also from some Sun Adventure Sports. Uh, great guys, by the way. Ask for Devin, heck of a dude, man. Dude's so helpful and a good guy. Um, but when I bought my first bike there, and I thought it was expensive, Jared, and it was five hundred dollars. It was a mountain bike, five hundred dollars, and I bought one for Gabe. And I thought those were like high end, you know, to me, that was high end. Yeah, Why? Because high the end Walmart me. brand was about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Now you got inflation since then. That was some years back. Um, and I'm not going to say how much I spent on this bike, but I'll tell you this, it's nowhere near what I, there's a, one guy in our group and dude, he said he spent $14,000 on his bike. Mm. $14,000. Holy moly. No, no, I'll tell you right now. Mine ain't anywhere near that. So no. for everybody that thinks I'm like frivolous, oh, I bought a really nice one, but I feel like it's on the low end of the really nice. Like, dude. That's insane. I'm just saying. So. And it came with no pedals. But this can turn into, I mean, we could chill talk this whole thing, but <clears throat> I remember someone told me a long time ago, because I used to buy cheap tennis shoes, cheap shoes, period. And my feet hurt all the time. And somebody said, dude, that's the one part of your body that takes the biggest beating, supports the most amount oh, yeah. of weight, always touching the oh, ground. Yeah. Like, So I started going to a place here in town called Randy's Shoes. And it's expensive to buy shoes there. Mm -hmm. What are those things around? I've never spent less than $100 for anything yeah. in that place. But man, I think the older you get, you ain't trying to spend less than... No, oh, but if it makes your feet, I buy weird. the Hoka shoes now, and I think they're 150 Hoka. bucks. Those things are so ugly. They're getting better, are they? They, they I'll have to show you. I've what heard they've they're done. real comfortable, but they're yeah. so good for your feet. But I'm just like the whole point is, you, it's just like anything. You get what you pay for. Yeah. If you're gonna go racing a hotter than hell, bad to the bone race, yes. you ain't gonna don't do it on miles, a Walmart. It's called bike. hotter than hell for a reason because it's. It's actually the Hotter Than Hell 100. We're doing the 100K because it's our first time. Yeah. Or it's Miles' second time, my first time. So we're going to stick to the 100K. And we may do So the there's a group of y'all that'll stop yeah. and watch some other people keep going. No, we take a different route. Oh, okay. okay. So if you're doing the 100 mile, you'll keep on this track. If you're doing the 100K, you know, there's like 100K, 100 mile, I think 75 mile. Now don't let your 100K is like 62 point something miles. And so, so we're don't let your pride like get in the way, and you like, like you know what, Mike Miles, dude, I'm going this way. I think I can do the whole thing. No, you sign up for. What? Oh, okay. I'm already signed up for the for the hundred k. So, and dude, that that ain't gonna happen. Now, it's not wouldn't be my pride. What it would be is my competitive spirit. Like I want some of that. Yeah. Just as a man, you know what I'm saying. I want a piece of that. And I will get a piece of that, but not this year. This is my first year. <laughs> oh, I'm super proud of you. Miles has been trying to get me to do it. It would be fun. Yeah. But it is amazing. So Miles worked on me for a while. And I and it all started for me with a Nordic track, you know, with the screen yeah. I fit in my bedroom. And I was just doing it to get some exercise. I thought, oh, that'll be a fun way to get exercise. And uh Miles stayed on me and stayed on me and 
until I thought, you know what? It would be fun to go do this race. And plus, he's kind of like a pebble in the shoe, isn't he? It's like he's with a doctorate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Doctor Holy Father Barfield Benitez. Yeah. Is he can he can wear you down. Doctor Pebbles. Doctor Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> Of the of Flintstone notoriety. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, Jared, what are we talking about today? What are we talking? about? Did we pick a topic? Well, I thought we were talking about barbecue because you sent me the title and it had seared in it, and I was I like, did eat barbecue right before I came. I was like, so. man, so we're Unless gonna you want some barbecue? Like, what are we searing? Uh, That's a good but, one. How but, about we talk about seared consciences? How about that? Uh, see, that's where I was like. Oh, man, I thought we were on barbecue, but then I got excited because you did say we're going to talk about seared conscience. And then, honestly, I was a little shocked that I didn't even know that exact word, seared conscience, Mm -hmm. was in the Bible. It's funny because when the topic came up, uh, which real quick, while we're talking about barbecue, some friends of mine started a new barbecue joint over off a hillside in Bell Street Uh in Amarillo. That's called Nine Line Barbecue. Was it good? It's a military. Yeah, I see all owns. the flags. It's right by my house. Yes, it's amazing. Awesome. They're going to actually have a, there's a restaurant reality or a restaurant review TV series. Mm-hmm. It's actually coming there on Monday after them being only open for three months. So How cool is that? That's pretty cool, right? So, but go check it out. Yeah. yeah. Go, go check it out if you get a chance. It's wonderful. Seared conscience. Yeah. So yeah. when you sent that to me. I looked up the terminology like I thought I knew what it meant. Uh, and then I saw the definition of just what that means. So a lot yeah. of people use that outside of biblical realms, like you have a seared conscience. Mm-hmm. But then when you go read the scripture, it says seared conscience. So it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty cool. So I'm excited about today. No, it is pretty cool. And kind of kind of how it came up. We were talking about, and man, anybody that's listening to this is going to know. Um, you know. You know, when we first get saved, it's just this fire that's lit, right? 100%. And I mean, things of the world repulse you. Because we become a new man. Yeah. We are made new. We want nothing to do with the things of old. And it's easy. I mean, don't you think? It kind of feels easy at first. Oh, just it's, saying you, no You feel to like everything you, you touch care. turns to gold. It's easy yeah. to say no to everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're a new man. You're fired up. Yeah. So it's so you don't have a problem. You don't care what anybody thinks about you. You don't care how idiotic you look. You just want to magnify and glorify the name of the Lord. You spend time in the Word, and you you want to pray, and you walk around thinking about praying. And then we're kind of building off last week's when the fire, you know, reigniting the flame. Yeah, because this is really what happens. Yeah. Yeah, this is why. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We're kind of doing a prequel. This is kind of a prequel to, to losing the flame. It's a prequel, but it's a sequel. It's a sequel prequel. It's a sequel prequel. But yeah, I had a prequel <clears throat> sequel. Hundred percent. Yeah, but I mean, it just you uh, you're going and Jared, man. I think back. You know, uh, Gabe and I had this night, and we've talked about it on here. Where we watched this video, you know, I had been living in the um, kind of the bar lifestyle, the bar scene. Um, and G- Gabe wasn't near as bad off as I was, but, you know, he wasn't passionate for the Lord or anything. And uh, and 
one night we watched this. You remember Carmen? 100%. The yeah. Christian singer Carmen. So we watched this. <clears throat> he was doing this special on uh, TBN Network. And uh, actually, the N stands for network. So I guess it's, I guess you can't TBM, really Yeah. But yeah. I got what you're Trinity mean. Broadcasting Network. Yeah. And so, uh, or Trinity Broadcasting Network Network. So. <laughs> TBNN. <laughs> right. TBNN. So, um, so anyway, Carmen did this special called Halloween 316. It was on Halloween night. And it was amazing. In fact, I'm going to look it up sometime on YouTube. It was so powerful. You know, Carmen had such a passion for the Lord. He's gone now. Um, but, man, his songs are some of my favorite songs ever written. 100%, yeah. And uh, I'll still pull him up on Apple and just listen to his music, and it gets me fired up. The Champion. Oh, The Champion Sundays was amazing. On the Way. Lazarus. Get Out of My Life. This thing is real. I mean, I could just go on and on with Carmen's music. Um, but he put, man, he had a passion for the Lord and it was genuine and it was strong. And, and, uh, he did this Halloween 316. Well, I mean, it just convicted Gabe and I, and, um, we're like running around the town afterwards, like fired up for the Lord. And it lasted for, for quite some time. And, uh, guess what happened? It didn't last, mm-hmm. you know, the it, fire went out, the fire went out. You know, over time, the fire went out. Hardships happened. Um, It lasted for quite a while. But over time, you know, my conscience kind of became seared. I became bitter at times, angry at other times, uh, depressed at times. You know, just kind of go through life. Um, And 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 thinking back, you know, thinking back to thinking back to. I think that's your phone, dude. Can you stop texting? I'm not texting. I was looking up a definition. <laughs> thinking back to then, you know, thinking back to what happened, and we all experience it. Um, you know, I think, you know, you start out with all these things that you really enjoy, um, and they're all honoring and glorifying of the Lord. But then you take that one small step. You know, maybe it's uh, responding selfishly to somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, when you're, you're on your first passion about the Lord, it doesn't even bother you if somebody lashes out at you. Cool. I want to show the love of the Lord to this person. I want to be a witness to this person, right? But maybe that selfish bone perks up and says, oh, you don't deserve to be treated that way. Or, um, you know, you get hooked on a TV series. And let me tell you, you know, TV series, man, I, you know, the older I get, the more I wonder if, I shouldn't just kick my TV smooth out of the house. Cowboys ain't ever going to win anyway. That's all. <laughs> we haven't even had a chance to debrief on that yet. Anytime I've, no, we'll get to it. Uh, but anytime I've uh, thought about kicking out the TV, which has been that numerous times, I mean, I think I'm like, oh, how am I going to watch my Cowboys? But, yeah. You know, now I'm to the point I'm like, hey, they're never going to win anyway. You know, so it's going to be a lot easier. You know, but that, but that is a good example uh, you saying they're never going to win anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a great visual and practical example of what mm-hmm. a seared conscience is, is mm-hmm. because the definition is, is it's literally like being cauterized. If I sear a steak, right. you know, I slow cook it. And then when I turn the heat up, you, when you sear it, you're closing it off. You're like 
like nothing can get in, nothing can get out once you sear it. Mm. Uh, so what would happen if spirit? Seared, what would happen if you seared a nerve? It'd become numb. It'd become dead. Right? Like I, you wouldn't spiritual scar tissue is what a uh, seared conscience is. Like it just that's rough. Yeah, well, I think about it. I have a, a scar, different scars, and you rub them, and sometimes they're numb, like mm-hmm. they're just, oh, and yeah. they and a scar actually gets a little tougher. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't cut through it as easy again. Mm-hmm. So when our conscience becomes seared no, or scarred it's, it's over, such a scary thought, and and it can happen by numerous different ways. And again, I'm not saying these things are bad. There's good things about television. There's good shows, but Jared, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to say I'm going to put a lot of the, I'm going to put a lot of the heat on men overall on this, man. I think I think you know men are supposed to be the leader of their homes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy to me how many men are not spiritual leaders in their homes. Uh, their wives dive into the Bible more. Their wives, um, yeah, I don't know why the phones do that. Sometimes they do. But their their wives kind of lead more spiritually, raise up the children's spirit, which not that they shouldn't be doing that. But the men just kind of sit around and go to work and come home, plop plop on the TV, and you know don't really as an overall. A lot of the guys I know just kind of yeah. Um, and I, and I was talking, so I was talking with this female friend of mine. She's a realtor, and uh, we were talking about TV. We were kind of just going on tangents while we're on the subject of seared consciences but she goes you know yeah my my husband will sit and watch tv and the kids will join him and, and she's like i just can't get on board with that she said i'll sit and watch it for a little bit i'm thinking about all the time i'm wasting uh, and so i was like well what do you do she's like man i'm always up working on something or i'm working on my business you know she's got a her real estate business and then she's got a house cleaning business and she and she was said you know uh I'll be working on that or come up with the ideas, this and that. But, but a lot of us men and women do it too. But, but really seems like more men than anything just have this idea that we get home, we deserve to put up our feet and rest and just watch TV. Like, I don't know, you know, after the, the eight hour work day is done or nine or 10, even if you're a hard worker, let's say 10, we feel like we get to get home, go home, eat and put our feet up and find out what's on the boob tube. Dude, you're kicking me in the gut right now. So I'm just thinking of, I'll, and I know you do too, uh, you're single, so you have a little bit of an excuse. But uh, I wrote this down as you were talking. What we do in private as men can make us numb to what's important for our family. And I'm thinking of TV, but I love action movies. Like, So do I. I mean, you know I do. Killing people, blowing stuff up. But what I've realized just yeah. you talking is, so Angel doesn't like it. She doesn't like the violence. She doesn't like the mm-hmm. language. And uh, when I first got saved, you know, I could, I, I knew every, you know, if somebody cussed in a show, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh man, that's not good. Oh, that's not good. But so I started watching my action movies just by myself. Mm-hmm. Doesn't offend Angel, doesn't bother her. And I'm getting to fulfill, like, I love it. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is my wife and my little boy are in the same room and something inappropriate, he's watching on TV, potentially. I'm not saying this happened, but mm-hmm. it probably did. And I'm numb to what's on TV, and I can't even safeguard him and his mind or his heart mm-hmm. because my conscience has been seared over and become numb to the inappropriate things on TV because in private, 
I'm watching shows that are violent, profane, yeah. all of that. And Angel's like, Jared, what are you letting your our son watch? What do you mean? They're talking so foul. It's so violent. I'm like, it is? And I had become numb to the foulness oh, yeah. of the entertainment. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I'll just throw myself under the bus with you. Thanks, because I just threw myself no, under I'm with the you. bus. That's what we do best here. Um, I'll name the series and everything, and I'm embarrassed to say it, but there's this series that I, there's this actor I, I like, I can't even think of his name, but he's cool. You know, he's been in a lot of uh, movies. He's always kind of a tough guy in them, and, and, uh, but he plays this character, Ray Donovan, in this HBO series. So you know as soon as it's an HBO series, <laughs> it's highly risky. Um, but I, but I like this actor and I didn't even know what the series was about, but it was on sale. It was on Apple and I'm always looking for sales on Apple. Like I ain't going to pay their full prices, but if there's a sale and it's something I'm interested in, cool, I'm, I'm in on that. And, uh, and so I buy this series and I always thought, oh yeah, let's see what this is about. And, uh, dude, it's got so much sex on it. I mean, I'm pretty, pretty vulgar stuff and uh and the first time i watched it i thought "Ooh, crap well i just spent the money on that i ain't gonna be able to watch that i think i'm on the season four now <laughs> you know and that's that's messed up you know that's that's the searing of the conscious because what happened i started out my spirit was repulsed by what i watched but then my flesh started talking to me and saying, what happened? what's going to happen in this situation? But well, let me see episode two. That. Yeah, let, let me just try. Maybe they're not, maybe not all of them aren't that, and all of them aren't that way. Um, but, you know, they're constantly like, killing people on this show, doing all this kind of, and I just, over time, I find myself on season four. And I'm like, well, just click past the bad parts. And I do. I will say that I ain't trying to watch any of that. You know? <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, because I don't want to sear my spirit to that. Right. But you you've know? already seared it. But I'm already searing it in different ways. My Satan's a tricky dude mm -hmm. and a very strategic guy. And he'll, he, he's not just going to slam it all on you. you. It'll be easy to walk away from that. This is big repulsive. Let me just get a little taste. You can get a little taste of this apple over here. And next thing you know, you're on season four. I'm going to take it to another. And, and how much time do I spend? How, how quickly did I get to season four that I could have been feeding my spirit in the word or going to Bible study and spending time with my brothers and sisters and accountability? And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll take it to another level. And this is our people have probably never seen me and you uh, or heard me and you do a little rub here, but we're going to rub a little bit. Uh, All right. So. I started a series. Always, every time I turn on my fire stick, it's always Reacher, Reacher. And I loved oh, the movies, yeah. Jack Reacher. Yeah, I like that, yeah. And so I'm like, man, I'm going to try plus this that out. Dude's a solid Christian guy. Yeah, so this yeah. is where I'm going to rub you. This is where we're going to rub. Right. So right. I watch it. I watched every bit of it. 
there's some, there's some, or? no, just the first season. Which, by uh, the way, that we're bringing these up on the, we're bringing these up as what not to do. Yeah. So I don't want any, I'm not encouraging anybody that's listening to go no, check not out all. these series that we're talking no, about. No, not at all. Not endorsing yes, it. I'm trying to endorse, I'm trying to endorse the Lord of the Spirit and us trying to yeah. die to the old man because we've become new men, but then the old man's, we're allowing the old man to creep back in. And we'll share some scripture in a minute that mm. emphasizes that. But uh, so I watch Reacher. And again, there's inappropriate scenes and I fast forward through them. But you and I talked and you said, man, I really like that guy because he's a strong Christian and he's he's really bold in his faith. Mm. <clears throat> so I was like, okay, well, that makes it okay to watch it then. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and, see, so I was not even being a good brother there. Well, I don't, this isn't judging. I'm not picking on no, you. I'm saying. But I will. I'll be the first to pick but, on me. But I was like, okay, that's cool. So I even looked it up and yeah, yeah, he's pretty bold in his faith. But he makes some comments like, hey, this is entertainment. Yeah. And I'm going to do what I got to do to entertain the audience. Yeah, he's a little weak on that. And I agree. Like, I did disagree. He's like that. showing his tail end, like literally in the show. And I begin to think like, dude. Oh, does he? I forgot about yeah. that. I didn't remember that. And I'm like, dude, uh, if you're married, why are you in the shower with another woman? No, yeah, I know. And so I, know. I just began yeah. to think about that. It's like his, he's been yeah. seared over as well. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying he's not a Christian. Right. But his conscience might be seared also. Yeah. And uh, But I justified finishing that out with like, well, you better, not he let is him a believer. you better not let him hear you say that. That's he's a big, big dude. dude. He is. That's a big uh, dude. I still will put my money on you, but that's a big guy. <laughs> he is a big guy. I, mean, I put my money on you because I'm going to help you. Gabe's going to help well, you. Like, well, you, you know why? This is not a popular statement. You know why I'd put my money on me? Because you can run faster than me? No, because he's still, actors are just punk drama kids. They weren't really, <laughs> dude, they're not ever tough. We have an actor listening to this show. I'm sorry, but. Man, Chuck Norris. You mean you ain't gonna say that? He wasn't a great actor. He was a great fighter. No, he was. You go, no, you go back and watch his stuff. He brought tears to my eyes <laughs> with his awesomeness. <laughs> anyway, oh uh, yeah, because man, okay, that's a chill top top. And now I want I want to get into that discussion because that is, but that's funny. I've had thoughts like that too. But some of these guys, I'm like. I mean, I'm not saying they didn't work out, but... Dude, yeah, like Robert De Niro, come on, bro. Jeff Bezos, like, you ever seen him before he got really popular with Amazon? He's just a little pipsqueak. Then What's he, he, is he all Jack now? Yeah, but that don't make him tough. He's all... Jeff Bezos is all yes. Jack? Yes. Isn't he old? He's always on a yacht with his shirt off, and oh, he's yeah. all bulked up and everything. <laughs> he ain't got anything like, else to do but work out. I know, yeah. but, dude, you were still just... That's funny. Well, what's, what's the guy's name that owns Facebook... Uh, Zuckerberg. Uh, yeah, Zuckerberg. Like he's freaking winning uh uh jujitsu contests and stuff. Okay, but he's learning how to fight. Tournaments. Yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. that dude that plays Reacher because I'll he does some amazing stuff. Yeah, I'll still take it. He's a big dude. Who? That dude that plays Reacher. Reacher? Yeah. yeah. No, he's a cool dude. So cool, but he, that's he's a brother in Christ, but he's I, but uh, yeah, I think he's off on stuff. But he could you're right. I mean, he could be getting seared to stuff. Man, I, I, God, there's a guy, and I never can remember the guy's name, but I bet most people will know who I'm talking about. Um, this guy has really white hair and real blue eyes, and he's been the bad guy in many TV series. Well, he was talking about it not too long ago, the reason why, and he's not, Hollywood basically won't have anything to do with him anymore because he sticks to his faith 
you know. Oh, I know. He always played the villain. Always plays the villain. And he he said, you know, the reason, the main reason I've chose to to do the villain roles is because I, I I'm not ever gonna kiss another woman. Yeah, he refuses. Oh, there's no way that's not gonna happen. And so if I they don't really develop love stories for villains, right? So he just stuck to the villainous roles. Now I'm not even saying that's. I right was shocked to hear that he was a Christian though, because yeah. he did such a good job as a villain. Oh yeah, I was like, he's the devil himself. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he plays those villain roles real. I well. wish I knew his name. Yeah, gosh, yeah. I would pull my phone Everybody out knows who I'm talking about. Though. Yeah, man, this dude's been the bad guy in a, a million different movies. Even in his Christian shows, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Well, I saw one the <laughs> other day that was really good movie, and I, oh, I can't think of the name of it either. But it was a Christian movie about a Christian football player, and I'm not going to give it away because I'm going to tell you now. This one I wouldn't recommend watching, so I'll I'll look up the name of it and tell it on here but anyway getting back on so track. we're talking movies but what are some other ways that we can oh my our conscience gosh. can I get mean, seared it's little things you know you you can start you can really be uh really what we do with our mouth like the book of james talks about it a lot i mean i think out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks mm, that's a tough one i hate that scripture so if i don't hate not, it but it's so convicting. but it's so convicting i mean and and uh and so when we i mean it comes down to what 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 we allow into our heart, what we pour into our heart, what 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 our heart is abundant of, and our heart's going to be abundant of whatever it is that we choose to put into it. So I know we've talked about it a million times on here: reading the Bible, praying, um, you know, uh, accountability with brothers and sisters, church, things like that. Um, or even if you're going to watch movies, making sure they're the right kind of movies. Um, well, I think of video whatever. games. Oh, yeah. They've gotten uh, so realistic because oh, yeah. I catch myself, they'll show footage on TV. Like even now they show, show raw footage of body cams from police officers. Yeah. And you see people. And I love those shows. Yes, but you see, we've become Dateline, so numb. You I see somebody yeah. get shot, like literally shot. Oh, now and I saw a video of that the other day, and that did. That no, did. but I'm, we've I still become numb head, to some yeah, of that, though. Like yeah. it's like, oh yeah, some some people got shot. Oh, there was a school shooting. Man, yeah. that's sad that that many kids died. It's like we don't even. Yeah, where back in the day we'd have been mortified. Wouldn't be able to think about anything else. Right. But, yeah. Now it happens. It's just a yeah. You're. I mean, conscious becomes seared. From what we watch on TV, from video games, man, I completely agree. It, man, it's crazy. I'm not even going to talk about the things that are on, and I was hooked on those things at one point in my life. And it's such a fantasy thing. I remember, and and I'm way anti-video game now. Feel free to debate me on that. Great, no problem, because I get it. Because I was there at one point too. But I'll debate me, you over playing some Madden. But but you, it's a fantasy world. It is, but I like well, playing some Madden. Well, but there are plenty of things that you like that are searing your conscience. <laughs> That's, That's what we're talking about right now. I didn't say what we do. Do like. not try to scold me in front of our listeners. I didn't say what we like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about what's searing our conscience. And here's what got me. I was sitting there playing Madden, and this is so embarrassing. Did y'all notice he was a bully right there? He likes to bully me. I'm just going to sit here forever and not say anything. This is awkward. <laughs> it is awkward. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Whatever, Jared's bigger than I am. <laughs> but, um, man, dude, I was sitting there playing Madden. 
and I had these two <clears throat> bad to the bone receivers that I drafted and built up and all this stuff. You know, I do these seasons. And both of them were breaking the wide receiver records. And uh, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm about to break this record, blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, you're an idiot. You're sitting here act, acting like thinking. Like it matters. Yeah, like you're that you're actually doing something. You're doing nothing. Right. And I would get home from work. And that's all I would do. Go plop on the bed. Order a pizza. Turn on the bed, order a pizza. That's right. <laughs> and for chow down on Papa John. And get mad when you have to go to the bathroom. Because yeah. you have to pause your game. Make it quick. And I'd be all sore and stiff from having just been sitting on the bed for so long. Or my neck would be stiff or whatever. You know, sitting there playing all these. Or playing these, you know, uh race car game yeah if you've never been a serious if you've never been a serious gamer you won't understand this but your eyes dry out and you get uh, drops to put in your eyes yeah yeah just so you can keep playing oh yeah i mean you you know and i wonder why i was single for so long you know i mean it but but it just but it just you know you become seared to everything i mean you you live in this fantasy world it's a fantasy world it's not real you know putting on these stupid vr sets doing all this like, man, you could have to stand before God Almighty who chose to create you and give you life, you know, and you can still be a Christian and all that, but you're going to have to answer for the time. This is what you, you did it. with, hey, and, you know, if you put a timestamp on, like, if I take how many hours I gamed and broke it down by days, I'd probably be shocked, like, and the Lord says, hey, like, you ended the race well, but let's talk about the... Six months of your life you wasted gaming, like a total of six yeah. months, or even two years. What? Why did? Why did you spend two years disengaged? Tell from me your it? thought process on this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah help me yeah. understand that because that's you know you know you get what an average of about eighty to ninety years, or probably about an average of eighty years on this earth. If you're out of eternity, yeah, out of eternity, and you've got that eighty years. To spend, man, I think of Paul, who sounded relieved at the end of his life mm-hmm. when he said, "I have finished the race. I have fought the good fight." And, he, and to me, whenever he makes that statement, it's a sound of relief, like, "Oh my gosh, I did it! I got here! I served the Lord well with everything I had." Mm. Are we going to be able to say that? You know, are we going to be, because we're talking about Paul who wrote two thirds of the New Testament was relieved. What would we say to our listeners if they, uh, you know, we're, we, we've kind of went on a rant a little bit and mm. because we've failed. But we're going on a rant against ourselves. Yeah. But so to people, be clear, like we all struggle with this. Like, man, I, I, uh, it's very easy for me. Every, everybody loves Raymond. Pretty darn clean show. And I can veg out on that, but vegging out on this, maybe not yeah. just as bad, but it's still bad. It'll I mean, still, still, so a good, wholesome, like everybody loves Raymond, nothing inappropriate about right. that, but even that can sear your conscience from furthering the gospel. But so people hear us have this, our rant, and we're talking about this, mm-hmm. and and let's let's respond to the listener would say, does the Bible really talk about this kind of stuff? Yeah. Do you have something? 
Oh, does the Bible talk have Bible scripture to back up what we're? Talking I mean, about? I'm just thinking. You know, we we've kind of been name dropping God a lot, and I was thinking, well, okay. I wonder if there's a. Scripture. I'm going to do the old thumb through the Bible and see if I can stick my finger on something and see if God speaks to me. Okay, if you do one, I'll see if I can do one. Okay, here we go. <laughs> bam! First Timothy four. I said bam really loud into the. I think I peaked on that one. So. Four, two? Let's go with two. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that worked, Jared. It's there. First Timothy 4, 2. And th- yeah, four, 4, 2. Now, let's start with one. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Through the insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared. There it is. And that's crazy because I just flipped through all the pages and stuck my finger. And you just happened to call to, I I don't know what to say. (laughs) Well, and you think about what one says about the. No, are you not blown away that I pulled that off? Nothing surprises me about you, brother. It's all God. It's all if it was it's all God. Divine. If it's all God, you would have never had to refer to the Bible. You'd have just recited it. Yeah. <laughs> so you ain't that good. Okay, I'm not even close <laughs> that good. That's not not really what happened. I'm sure nobody actually believes that, but I think I'm funny. Maybe y'all think you I'm are funny. funny, funny looking. Yeah, I would say. Um, but yeah, yeah. So on this here, conscious, like same as you. You know, we were just kind of talking about it. And then there actually is scripture talking about the seared conscious. And it's just such a, it's such a scary thing. I mean, it talks about these, um, in latter times, some will depart from the faith that insinuates that they were in the faith to begin with by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. So, you know, this, this is talking about teachings and false teachings uh, so important because that's one that I didn't even think to bring up. Um, that's a scary thing. I mean, you can get sincere, uh, seared conscience from listening to false gospels and and having a misunderstanding of what the truth is. Mm-hmm. And then you're down this wrong path. Well, that's why I even said last week, like we got to be careful not to let podcasts and TikToks and all that be our guide because yeah, that's right. We got to be in the Word because right. there are false teachings out there and i'm not saying people are maliciously doing it no i'll say it no there are plenty of people that do say is i remember one time i used to always hear people say hey god will never give you more than you can bear or more than you can handle and i remember telling people you know the bible says the the lord will never you get and i wasn't maliciously trying to be a false teacher but i was being a false teacher because the bible doesn't say the lord won't give you more than you can handle no no it doesn't say that in fact it says the opposite (laughs) yes so that we'll have to lean on him. That's why I say be careful reading TikTok and all that. So if you hear somebody say something, go, and it may be great, but go find the scripture that backs it up. Yeah. Take the time to pour to pour into the abundance of your heart from the scripture. Yeah. Jared, I'm going to take a wild guess. I bet you've got another scripture to go with this. Man, I do. And we talked about the new man and the old man. Oh, you can't thumb through yours. No. I'm using my Bible app on my phone. Can you just scroll, 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 and then see if your finger lands on something? <laughs> Found it. 
Let's see if it works for you like it did for me. Yeah. Ephesians 4, 19 through 24. But I'm going to start. I mean, more scripture is better than little scripture. Absolutely. So. Ephesians 4, chapter 17 talks about the new man. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened. When your understanding begins to be darkened, I think your conscience is searing over being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance. <laughs> so if your conscience is seared, you're ignorant uh, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart who being past feeling, see, you've, you've already, when your conscience is seared over, you're numb. You can't feel mm -hmm. it no more. Mm -hmm. Have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanliness with greediness. See, my, my verse 19 says they have become callous and given themselves to sensuality, greedy, yeah. practice every kind. But callous, I mean, that's that's what you were talking about a little bit ago. It's a callous. callous or scarred. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a callus. What happens when you get a callus over something? Like I, the first place I think of is my heel, right? My heel gets really calloused. Mm -hmm. Why does it get calloused? To kind of, it kind of becomes from getting rubbed and rubbed, rubbed against a surface that's just kind of grating on it, right? And so it puts this callus over it. Why? To kind of protect you from being able to feel that rub. Right. Right? And that, so that's kind of the same thing that happens to our spirits. The more, the more we're rubbed, by these bad influences, we get this callous to kind of, because we don't want to have to feel guilty. Right. So I'll say, let's take the last few minutes that we have here together. No, you're the, and, the new uh, guy on the show. You don't get to say. Well, I am going to interject. I, I'm okay. just going to say. Okay, then. We've talked a lot about what it looks like to be callous. Yeah, all right. And we all have some areas that are probably callous. Amen. Hank, how do, we, how do we get back to the new man? Because it's hard to get through scar tissue, but you can do it. You know what? I think of the proverb, and I can't remember exactly what proverb it is, but it says, humble yourself in the eyes of the Lord. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. Yeah, I think we got to call out the sin for what it is and repent. It. And I think it's, you know, I read some doc, uh, commentary on this, but it's, not, it's, it's mm -hmm. I think your initial salvation, it's not easy, but... That initial salvation is easy. Like you well, feel so yeah. free. But when you allow your conscience to get calloused, man, getting it, it, back to... It is to, a process of sanctification. But getting back yeah. to that place, now it's a little harder because uh, it's almost like it was so, so miraculous the first time. And then we used our yeah. free will to go a different direction. Just like Adam and Eve. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we kind of go through our Adam and Eve experience. We got given the garden. We get given new life, whole life, pure life. We're made new and fresh and sinless. And just don't do from this. From that moment. Yeah. <laughs> don't eat and the we apple. we can't do it. We say, oh, we wouldn't do what Adam and Eve did, but we kind of do. <clears throat> and then to now have to go back and how do I get that numbness to go away? And it's 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 work, but it's possible. It's through repentance, and lots of prayer, lots of worship. Self-discipline, accountability, worship. <clears throat> I mean, it is, you know, Jared, I tell you, like last night, I just thought, after that conversation with my friend that I was telling you about, and I thought, you know what, women are so much better at doing this stuff than guys are at this point in time. This point in history, they're more about going about getting stuff done, being diligent than men are. You know, you know why women have become great leaders? Tell me. Because they have to. Yeah. Because men have quit leading. Mm -hmm. 
It's not because they want to. I don't think yeah. you'll find a woman that's in their innate nature. Women don't want mm-hmm. to be the spiritual leader of their mm-hmm. home. They don't want to be the disciplinarian of their kids. But And there's single moms out there that, mm-hmm. hey, my gosh, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having to do mm-hmm. what you do. But you do it because you have to, mm-hmm. not because you want to. Mm-hmm. How's that? I mean, that, I just think as a husband, hey, man, your wife's such a great leader. Ouch. Hey, Angel, why are you such a great leader? Because uh, I have to be, because my husband won't. <laughs> he just wants to sit on the couch. Because my husband won't make the bed. So No, it, it still all, not making the it bed. It all falls apart from there. <laughs> yeah. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> That's right. That's how your conscience started getting seared. You refused <laughs> to make the bed. <laughs> oh my word man that, that's so good and convicting but I, but I will say you know uh, we're not here to cast aspersion on people to judge no. people because we get you know we are well you know anybody that listens to the show knows that we're the first to throw ourselves under the bus do you have a seared conscience in any area right now Hank I do oh yeah that's, that's what I'm saying that's yeah. when you say we're not trying to cast a stone on anybody we just but, basically but the Holy Spirit it. is faithful. I mean, the 100%. Holy Spirit is faithful to convict and don't set that back down on that coaster. Why? Mm, that's my. That's telling the story of Christ. That's decoration. That's holy water. It was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my leather coasters. You just killed the ending. You're getting shadow banned. It's. I shadow ban you from this show. Lord, thank you for this day and this podcast. And But, but. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I do, I do just want to say it, it, is, um, it is the process of sanctification. So we can be encouraged in that it's okay that we make mistakes. We're never going to be perfect. But are we responding to the call of the Spirit? Because he's faithful, he won't stop convicting. We may become more grow, you know, grow more numb to it in whatever area of sin that we're we've become seared. Um, but but the Holy Spirit will never stop being faithful. Yes, and, and never I've, stop putting that conviction on our hearts. And He's always ready to help us turn that page when we decide to. It will take commitment. It is a process of sanctification. Um, um, but God's faithful. Hundred percent. I, I think of as you were saying that uh, this isn't a get out of jail free card. Let's don't abuse the grace. That's right. Which but it's think very about easy to do. Think about mm-hmm. David in the Bible. Man, we probably are the closest. Well, I hope we're the closest thing to David because David, his heart for the Lord never mm-hmm. wavered. He made he messed up some things pretty so bad. Oh bad. Not pretty. It's bomb pretty. But he was ain't always pretty about it. But he confessed it. That's right. And he turned back to the Lord and he had a lot of favor on his life because the Lord judges by the condition mm-hmm. of our heart. And that's right. If our hearts are right and we don't just accept our seared conscience mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. David never accepted that. No. His conscience got seared. But he's like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And he kept trying to recut through that and That's return right. back to where he's supposed to be. That's right. Amen. Amen. Shall we pray? Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you've blessed us with. Thank you, Father, for being faithful when we are not. Thankful. We're thankful that you're always there uh, to rescue us and to help us to turn this ship around. And I just pray, God, that you will continue to, continue to convict us 
and uh, soften our hearts so that we can better represent you. We love you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. throw myself under the bus with you. Thanks, because I just threw myself no, under I'm the bus. I'm with you. That's what we do best here. <laughs>